30. No, he had hard. He put somebody to sleep. So I'm just like, hey, if you want to try it, go ahead. But I wouldn't. <laughs> I was like, I wouldn't unless you got two, three niggas with, with you. But I was like, yeah. Y'all started that, uh, that youth wrestling shit back up? Nah, we didn't start back up yet. We're just doing, um, I'm sending my son to a place, Law, that's like Lancaster Elite Wrestling. Mm -hmm. So he wrestles over there. My um, son is debating between wrestling and uh, basketball for the winter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if, you, if he wants to, man, let me know. He's really choosing wrestling more. Yeah, all right. Well, you get to you get to let out some aggression and go crazy. When people that got that will to win, wrestling's awesome, and the accountability is there. I feel like a lot of people, and that's no offense to people that play basketball, but I just feel like niggas is like, oh, well, my coach didn't do this, and then they're not playing me right. Same with football or any, or any other sport. Oh, they ain't playing me right. They ain't doing wrestling. It's like, hey. You gonna tell me you gonna let another dude physically pick you up and roll you over to your ass? Is that what you telling me is about to happen? Ain't you can't blame it on your coach. You can't blame it on nobody. And the same thing for your starting spot. It ain't gonna be like I'm not saying it's like that, but you know how it gets. Oh, his mom's in this, and this kid's a badass at school, and this kid. No, y'all wrestle head to head. Whoever wins is a starter. That's right. it. Ain't no politics. It can't be no politics. If you lose, it's your fault. Mm -hmm. If you win, it's your fault. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't need, and that's what I told my son. I said, I don't know the way it's looking. I said, you got a handful of people that's doing what they got to do for football, like just around his age. I'm like, you need a good 15 people that's really working. Right. You can't be out here with you and four of your buddies like, oh, well, we work hard. Don't matter. Unless y'all are freaks to really get it done. Like, unless y'all are just beast mode, you ain't going nowhere. What grade is he in now? He's a uh, sixth grader. Sixth grader. Okay, yeah, sixth grader. Getting into it. Yeah. He's a sixth grade. He be doing two times a week. He go to his little um, workout session in the mornings and shit. So I'm like, hey, do your thing. Keep grinding. My brother take him to a workout session and uh, Monday, Wednesday, no, Monday, Tuesday. When Mondays and Wednesdays he has wrestling, and then uh, uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays he has uh, football, like just football little. What age did you start? Shit. What age did you start uh, having him work out? Um, as far as the gym, mm -hmm. uh, the gym he really just started this year, this past year. Uh, At home he does it, and that one he really counted. Yeah, just push ups and just normal stuff. And I just test him against his sister. Like, yeah, you you telling me your sister going? Because he's a freshman. You telling me your sister can do more to you? And you already seen when he he went down to our practice mm -hmm. when he was young. He get down there. Yo, my son can do better push ups than y'all. No, he can't. Get down there, crank out twenty. Army style joints. And I'd be like, yo, you, they be getting down there doing six, seven. And I'd be like, that's pitiful. I said, you got to do it. And, and that's what I'd be laughing at some of the young boys now. They'd be like, yo, we going to do this and that. I said, my, my son's going to the weight room in the morning. Everybody has the opportunity to do it. Why ain't y'all doing it? Because you don't want to get better. You say you want to get better, but saying it and doing it is two different, two different things. things. It just is what it is. And kids don't, that's, that's just like, that's just the ugly truth. No seasoning. You want the you want a dose of the truth? You want an easy, a hard to swallow pill? Here it is. If you really want to get better, you'll have your ass in here instead of on Instagram, or you'll have your ass doing what you got to do. Right. These young bucks get in there like, man, I want to go to the league, and I say your effort don't match up with what you're saying. That's like me if I say I want to get in shape and have a six pack, and then every time you see me, I got a donut hanging out of my mouth. You're gonna look at me like, I don't believe you. Have you always been this like 
self-determined like this motivational or was that something you learned uh, I feel like over over time I kind of motivated myself and just people around me motivated me because I see the difference between the two different roads where you could go mm -hmm. so you come in and you just like yo you got you even when I look at like my brother somebody that's like my brother a lot of people know my brother you know what I mean he'd be in a lot of different stuff mm -hmm. me and him is the same person so if he chose to do his thing one way and I chose to do my thing a different way. But realistically, when you really look at how we do stuff, the same person. Same person. I tell people all the time, like, if you want to do good, there's always opportunities. That's why that's why I like motivating the youth and coaching. Right. Because I try to show them. You ain't got to walk around with your pants like this or walk around like, you can still dress how you dress and now you want to look presentable. And just remember, you try and get money. Kids be forgetting nowadays because they listen to this music and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm on this, that. And they think if they get a gun and smoke a lot of weed, they really winning. But I'm just like, that never been the motive for people that come up in my era. Like, people that come up in my era was always about the money. It was always about the money. Being high seven, seven years straight ain't going to get you nowhere. Right. It was always about getting the bag. Right. You know what I mean? I got to give you a lot of the credit for me changing my way of thinking. Hey, those, hey, those four or five years we spent together coaching this shit and uh -huh. growing this friendship, mm -hmm. you just the way you speak, the way you carry yourself. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's the type of man I want to be. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be that. I want to be that. Mm -hmm. And that's what motivated me to change my ways. I mean, shit, that, that's that's how it should be. And, and each one teach one. You know how to go. You see one person doing well and you're like, damn, how they get there? Oh, shit, this is what they doing? All right, bet. I'm about to be on that. And And... Everybody should be that type of person for your friends and shit. Try to, if you see something, yo, I'm an emotional dude too. Right. But sometimes you'd be like, all right, I'm going to keep it under wraps. And then I'm going to speak to them like this. I learned that shit even through work. I see people, they'll trick you out of your position quick. It's easy to be that dude like, yeah, I got, yo, people scared of me. And in the real world, that shit don't get you nowhere. That's like these young boys. Yo, my teacher's racist. So fucking what? I don't care because guess what? When you get out there in the real world, what you gonna do when your boss races? You gonna right. get fired? You gonna get manipulated for your job? You gonna let somebody finesse you out of a good position because you don't like? You ever see that clip on? Yo, I'll be damned if somebody do this, this, and that because you don't like how another nigga talk. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Because when you go somewhere, you be like, okay, he called you a nigger. What you gonna die? So now you are gonna beat his ass? It feel good beating his ass, but then what? That's on your record. Your ass ain't going no fucking where. Who won? Right. Who won? <laughs> it's words. I'd be like, okay. Um, people people talk shit to me all the time at work. You, I work in construction, so I'm working with a lot of old white dudes. They don't like black people, yada, yada, yada. They're not cultured people. So when you come in, I try to explain shit to them. And just let them know, like, I ain't no dummy. But at the end of the day, you can like me, hate me, love me. You're going to come to work when I say come to work, and you won't leave when I say leave. Period. <laughs> I'm still in shock. But guess what? When I beat your ass and get demoted, now I'm like you. Now I got somebody else telling me what to do. You see what I'm saying? Right. So you can just keep that inside and be like, hey, you don't like me? That's fine. But you're still going to do what I say or else I'm going to send your ass home. That's it. Because <laughs> that's how they think. They don't say, oh, fuck, Carlos, I don't like you. Uh, uh. You know what they're going to do? I don't like this thing. Let me see where I can get him at. Oh, he coming in late. Hey, yo, Carlos coming in late every day. They don't lift a finger. Got them. Burnt. You know what I mean? Because they move more. Uh, other. Uh, but I'll be like, they're not giving. They're, they're, they move more strategically than us. Us, we think like, yo, I want to be macho and this, this, and that. And blah, blah, blah. You ain't getting nowhere like that. You got to slow down a little bit and just think through your situation and how you're going to do things strategically.
I get money. He, he a bar. He nice. It's pretty much an excuse to just chill with some cool people. Oh yeah, that's the play. Yeah, I rock with it. But like I was saying, like I got friends that be asking me like, "Yo, um, how you feel about people like telling their kids like they got to kick them out when they get a certain age or whatever?" I say, "There's nothing wrong with that, but you got to do it the right way. There's a certain way to do that." I said, "When you come out here, you can't not motivate your kids and not uh, see anything through, and then just be like, all right, you 18, you gotta go.'" Six months later, or you tell them a year before or whatever. I'm talking to my kids now. My son's a, a sixth grader and my daughter's a freshman. I talk to them all the time about career choices and what they want to do and just speak sense into them. Because I got people now that in my family, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to school for acting. Well, you couldn't even get a lead role in your school play. So what make you think you're going to, like, how does that make sense? Like, in the real big scheme of things and things like that, I'm just like, um, I know people that go for Oh, I'm going to college. I'm going for interior design. That sounds dope, but like, when's the last time you used the interior designer? How many jobs do you think they're out there for that? I said, a lot of these professional football players, it's a niche work. So you're in New York, you're in Cali, you're in the places where people, now there's big houses everywhere, mm -hmm. but most of those people use the same two or three people in their area and that's it. I said, it'll be hard to get you a job, bro. Don't fall asleep and be stupid like, Oh, it sounds nice, so I'm going to just go for this. Or, and I'm just like, you get, tell your kid, like, yo, when you get a certain age, I want you to, you mean, go out on your own or whatever. But guide them into that process the right way. I feel like the right way to guide them in is just talk, talk, even if you just talk to them, like, what do you think you can go for? Okay, what schools do you have the opportunity of getting in? And that'll motivate them to, like, okay, if you want to go for dental assistant, you can't be out here acting up and getting DUIs and all that. This is what you got to do. Same for my, we look up campuses, we look up tuition fees, we look up uh, how many years of school you need, how difficult it is in relation to whatever else. I'm just like, you gotta go with where the opportunity is. Nursing's always a good one, construction's always a decent one, and there's a million different ways, and you don't wanna dumb kids down, but if you get the wheels turning in your head, like, oh shit, I gotta kinda think about, like, soon I am gonna be out on my own in four years or five years, damn, I might wanna start thinking about, and they're still babies, but you want to get those wheels rolling in their head like, yo, what do I want to do when I get a little bit? Damn, I need to. And I tell them all the time, you want nice stuff? Now, uh, people tell me all the time, yeah, you, you focused on the money. I said, okay, well, tell me what your goals in life are. You know what everybody says? I want to travel. I said, you want to buy nice cars? Yeah, I want to buy nice cars. You want to see your kid, get your kids nice clothes? You want nice clothes? Yeah, I want nice clothes. I said, the only thing you can do in this world for free is breathe. That's it. You can't even see for free because if you need glasses, <laughs> money, right. everything, money, water, money, food, money, vacations, cars, all that, money. So people be out here, oh, money ain't everything. I said, I understand you don't want money. Now, it's the difference between having money and being a clown and having money and being legit because you, you, be, you can let money control your integrity and just be like, oh, I'll do whatever for the money. That's different. But if you're out here like, don't forget what's most important. You got to get money somehow. And don't only isolate it the one way. You can come out here and be like, okay, we making Black Lives Matter hoodies. All right, we gonna get, that's one stream of income. Okay, we doing side work for plumbing. That's one stream of income. Okay, we coaching, that's another stream of income. Then I got my regular job, that's another stream of income. All right? You got a million different ways you can make money. People gotta take hold because even when I, I think like that all the way through my whole life, because I know at the end goal, when you wanna retire, when you wanna stop working, comes down to how much money you got. So and you come out here, Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, that's something that you never let your character change, because since I met you, you've been the same person, but you've always leveled up. 
Yeah, yeah, you started yeah. off. Changing. I always try to say the same person. You started always. off changing toilets when I met you, mm-hmm. and now yeah. you're telling these dudes what to do. Yeah, I'm the head foreman at my job. We run a big, big jobs. You ran the. We, didn't you make the Cartoon Network? Cartoon Hotel? Network Hotel. I was the head foreman on that job. I did the Best Buy in Lancaster. I did the. Um, uh, I tell Gold people that all the time. Club, all that. Yeah, they tell me they stay of... at the Cartoon Network Hotel. But like, yo, my friend built that. Yeah, my boy built that. I know who built it. Yeah, how was it? It was good. Good. That's how it be. I mean, you got to stay on your P's and Q's. When I meet people, oh, what you do? Oh, yeah, I'm a... All right, let's say I just met you. Oh, yeah, I do this, and then I podcast on the side. All right, but when I save your number, yo, Carlos, whatever, podcast. Anybody else? Yo, all right, I met this dude, Juan, painter. This dude over here, drywaller, barber. So when people... When I do jobs, people come, yo, you know a good barber around here? Yup. Hold up. Yo, you can fit this dude in? Yeah, bless him. And then when I'm on business, like business, oh, yo, you know a dude that can do tile work? Give me a second. Hey, yo, you good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to talk to you. You free? You still doing tile work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to give you his number. Then I'll text him. Yo, whatever job, whatever, if you get this job. It just happened to you right now. Yeah, I tell him, like, tack, tack $100 on it. Send it my way. Bet. And guess what? You getting paid for having a contact in your phone. What other way, what better way could there be to be, you're getting paid $100 to pass a number along. Your network is your network. That's it. That's it. And That's you, it. Like, who instilled this work ethic in you? Do, like, is it something um, you had since you was little, or is it, like... I feel parents? like you come around and you see the pitfalls of other people. Because people always told me, um, to be a... You can be, you could be, like, there's certain people that are, um, the smarter... Hey, what's up, man? What's up, baby? What's up? How you good, doing? Bro. How you doing? Good, good, good. good. Not Should too bad. Like... You could be smart, but a knowledgeable person, a real knowledgeable person is just like, you learn from your mistakes. Some people learn from their mistakes, and some people learn from the mistakes of others. If you're smart, you learn from your mistakes. That's a smart man. A wise man will learn from other people's mistakes. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you go into some shit, and you just like, oh, damn. So what happened? You know the background story. Oh, okay. Okay, so he didn't have the proper insurance, so he's getting sued by... Now, I don't got to worry about ever doing that because guess what? I'm learning from his mistakes. I don't personally have to go through it. That's a wise man. When you see somebody acting up and you say, oh, this is what happens. You go to school, you act a fool, and they boot your ass out. So I'm teaching my son how to do that. I see people go through town and shit acting up. I say, yo, you see this dude over here? He used to be a class clown. He on a purple he on a purple huffy with a full beard. That's where being a class clown gets you. When people out here... Man, I don't get blah, 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 blah. Yo, I talked to this girl, that girl. I said, okay, everybody feels good to be a player, but guess what? When you feuding and fighting to see your kids, you don't want that. Be careful who you lay with. So when I see people on their porch, yo, send my son outside, blah, 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 blah. I say, this is why I tell you to be careful who you lay with. Because if it's fun, yeah, you're going to have a good time. But remember the other side of it preach that shit all the time yeah remember the other side of it and that goes for every situation mm-hmm. it goes for every situation everybody wants to be a baller and they even guys who get out here and they call themselves hustlers or whatever and they feel like and they feel like they gotta they feel like they gotta if you hustle everybody's like alright well I do my thing and you mean you get it how you live I ain't I ain't knocking nobody but you hustle but people feel entitled to oh the rap song said it and look the rap song said drugs and guns and this and 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 car and this, but they gotta show their guns, drugs and cars. But they don't realize they indict and they they, they about to get themselves indicted because mm-hmm. they want to show their ass on social media. You know what I mean? 
you learn it from other people's mistakes. Look at 6ix9ine. Look at all these other people out here. You act a fool, you out here running, thugging, stealing, and everything else. And then what happened when they get locked up? Same people you were shooting for. They ain't sending letters. They ain't sending money. They ain't sending mail. Nothing. They forget about you. You gone. Out of sight, out of mind. Remember that when you're running out here acting like a damn hooligan. Okay? Don't ever forget that because I've done seen it a million times. Same dudes you shooting for, you call yourself riding for. You get booked. He's going to be like this. Damn, man. You heard what happened? You become a conversation piece for people like me. Not saying that I'm better than anybody. But I'm just saying, you know what they're going to say? Damn, you heard this dude got locked up. Yeah, of course he did. Look at what he was doing. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, can we get two more Coronas, please? Thank you. <laughs> we out to dinner. Chilling. You know what I mean? Don't do that. Don't be a statistic. Be smart. You see how other people end up with, with certain situations and you doing your thing? Be smart. Oh, he got caught this way. Let me switch it up. So I ain't doing the same thing. Oh, this dude got banged up that way. Let me be smart. So I ain't doing the same thing. People just got to be smart. That's how you be wise. You got to be wise in those situations and learn from other people's mistakes. Don't be silly. And you got nine people and all nine of y'all got caught for the same damn thing. How, how crazy does that sound? You know what I mean? So... That's one of my things I try to preach to my kids, like, be, be, be wise, learn from other people's mistakes. Be in a class clown, you see where that's going to get you. You, be, you acting out and doing all that, you see where that's going to get you. Act right. And I tell the young bucks, I say, I came from the same, that's why I love coaching, because I go, I came from the same situation as a lot of these kids. That's why you see them, they, they uh, gravitate towards me a little bit different than they do other people, because they're like, oh, we see, it. We see the energy tilt when Cam comes in the room, because he's a different type of person. When I come in, I'm like, dude, I came from that same background. That was some of my favorite times of my life. Mm -hmm. Coaching and, with you. And you can see the difference in the kids. Yeah. The difference in the we kids. We got one in the room right now. Gil. Yeah. yeah. Gil. We yeah. coach Gil. I coach him. Yeah. I coach him. So yeah. when we come and you say, and you don't let the kids let get down on themselves because they go, oh, well, my mom said I got to get a job. That ain't no damn excuse. Because guess what? My mom said I had to get a job too. And guess what? I had a job when I was wrestling. Or I had a job when I was playing football. And I had a job. Don't let that let you down. When you got somebody like me, I feel like it's a it's a story to be told there because we grew up in not the worst of the worst situations because there's always someone doing worse than you, but we grew up in a we grew up in a rough situation. So when you come out, so when you come out and you grew up in a rough situation, people, oh dang, I had a kid when I was in school. Me too. Make a plan. Be smart. Make a plan on what you're gonna do. And stick to that plane as closely as possible. Oh, well, my mom ain't around, so I gotta. There's no excuse. Because when you got somebody to tell you, this is the real world. Ain't nobody give a damn what you're going through. It sucks that it's like that, but that's the that's the that's the harsh truth of it. So I try to keep motivating them and like, yeah, you could listen to rap music, you could do this, but when you you gotta realize that rap is entertainment. This is not real life. Rap is no different than the damn 007 movie or whatever. Whatever they say they're doing, they're doing a, probably an eighth of that. They ain't doing all that stuff they say they're doing, most of them. So, I'm like, be smart. Don't don't listen to a rap song and think you're going to be like a uh, number one goon out here and be out here <laughs> acting like a damn idiot for nothing. Right. Now, you grew up in a big family. Mm -hmm. Where do you fall in the in the totem pole of the kids? Like where? Uh, my brother's siblings. Yeah, like your siblings. Um, I'm right in the middle. Right, yeah, some older, a couple younger. So it's Vaughn, Earl, older than me, and then it's Canton's younger. So it was Vaughn, Earl, me, Canton. I'm on the top older half, and then my mom got remarried, and then you had Jenner, Marquita, and Jeremiah, or Jeremiah, Jenner, Marquita. All right, so, so 
you grew up with your older brothers. The older group and for the most part. Kenton, yeah. Vaughn, mm-hmm. and Earl. Mm-hmm. And they, you've all had your successes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, when did y'all start getting into sports? Like, what was your first sport? Um, first sport was football. My uncle, he was a savage, man. He used to be like, all right, look, y'all playing the older kids from up the street. It is what it is. Go out here, do what you got to do. So we go up. He used to have us, and it used to be like some backyard football type deal when we was in Camden. So he'll have us playing football. That was our main thing. Um, I think my brother Vaughn and Earl were the first ones to try out for basketball. They, they ain't no damn basketball players, bro. <laughs> so then once they didn't make that team, they went out for um, wrestling. And then um, it was everybody else did track. I never did track. I tried. I did track for, I think, one year, but that, that weather... Mm-hmm. It's a hurt piece, man. I can't do the cold weather. Them first couple weeks is, first couple weeks is crazy. What's up, man? That's Devin. That's what's up? Okay. Hey, what's up? What's up, man? Okay. Yeah. So the first couple, um, yeah, we was always we started off in football and then everything moved up. I kind of followed like how my brother did it because my brother was a my oldest brother was like a father figure and like my big brother, so he was always like do this, don't do that, make sure you're doing this, don't do that. Everybody kind of follow his his lead. Everybody follow his lead, but we all spun off like different directions um, for the most part. But everybody's doing well. Everybody's doing well. Yeah. Making money. Um, when did y'all... Um, so, how many years apart are you and your older brothers? Oh, we're all a year apart. Yo, yeah, yeah, we're all here. So y'all all wrestled on the same team. Yeah, yeah. They have big articles for us, like back in the day. Like, yeah, uh, that's what I'm trying to get together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we all get you to brag a little bit, but you're oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't work, nah, man. Talk about it, coach. You still brag all the time. Hey, we used to take care of business. I tell them all the time. I take care of business. Ain't nobody out here beating up on me. But um, yeah, we're all year apart, and that's what really molded me into being the type of wrestler I was because. Um, everybody was coming home. They trying out their stuff on me because I'm the little guy. So they like, yeah, we could beat his ass. So we gonna get him. So they'll try out their moves on me. So um, I was the youngest dude, and um, I used to tell my brother all the time. He used to be like, man, every time you lose, man, you be throwing a hissy fit and you doing this and that. I said that's because I feel like I'm working so hard. I deserve to win. Right. Because unlike a lot of these kids nowadays, they it's not cool to work hard anymore. Me, I was trying to keep up with the older kids. So I'm gonna tell you a story real quick. So I lost to this kid from um, Central. His last name, I don't know his first name. His last name was Wes. Lost to the kid, final couple seconds. So I said, when I see this dude again, I'm going to rip his head off. <laughs> so um, we're training. We used to go in the G building up above. You know, it's a circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we used to go at 6 a.m. and everybody run for an hour before school. So what I used to do to motivate myself is I used to put, I used to act like, the dude in the front, my brother was the most athletic. He was probably the most in shape on the team. So I was just a sophomore. So I came out. I was up on the high school team as a freshman. I was a sophomore year. I used to act like the dude The dude had this hoodie that said West on the back. So I used to imagine that his name was on my brother's shirt. So when he's running, I'm on his ass. He ran a moment. So I could see him keep on peeking back. Like, who the hell is keeping up with me? I'm on his ass. I'm like, dog, this is the dude I'm trying to beat. He's in front of me. And sometimes you got to motivate yourself that way. Like, this is the dude I'm trying to beat. He's right in front of me. I just got to catch him. Obviously, I never called him. But for the most part, I was right on his ass for the most part. Towards the end, he would just be like, all right, five minutes left. Hold on. Second gear. Woo. Dip off. But that's what kicked me to the next level. It's just like, dog, I ain't coming out here losing. I just got to keep on working hard. Keep on working hard. That's what the kids don't. I feel like a lot of the kids don't really understand that concept nowadays they just kind of like 
All right, well, you didn't start last year. What did you do to get better? Oh, well, I lifted with my uncle. Obviously, that's not true. Mm -hmm. But realistically, they're like, oh, well, the seniors all graduated, so now I'm better than all the sophomore and freshmen, so I'm chilling type deal. But realistically, if you just keep working hard, you'll chip away and just get better and better and better and better. you got to push yourself. Just practicing ain't going to get it. You have to push yourself each practice to get a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better. So um, I used to just push myself and try to get in the bigger circles, wrestle the bigger guys, because I'm like, these guys my size, I can already beat all of them. I'm trying to wrestle with the better guy. And they used to beat the crap out of me. But that made me a better wrestler. That made me a better athlete all, all together because you got that will to win. And, you know, um, you just got to – now is a different time from when, like, me and you play. You yell at a kid nowadays and no dang there be balling. Crying, you know what I mean? Right. So it's hard. It's hard. It's a little bit It's a little bit more dynamic to coach. You got to find out what they like, what they don't like. And me, I like to come in and say, hey, when it's time to play, guess who's going to be the first one playing? Coach can. But when it's time to start taking care of business – all right, everybody needs to zone in and take care of business. That's another thing you taught me. Because mm -hmm. I came in there like, oh, guns blazing. Mm -hmm. I was the young cat ready to serious, serious. Ready to show that I was I, I, I earned my spot. Mm -hmm. I'm not just there for the for the hell of it. For sure, for sure. And then, you know what I mean? And then you were like, yo, bro, that's cool and all, but we got we to gotta settle that down. Watch yeah. how these kids react when we, when we do it this way. Yeah, I told them, no yelling. If we don't yell, they react totally different. What do you like? Even they feel like they're in the game. Because you come, you come to the huddle like, look, this is what we're running. This is why we're running. You give them a the theory behind it. Like, the reason you're stepping outside. Hey, coach, how come we can't step outside before we go this way? I feel like this feels better. I'm like, I don't know. Do it real quick. Mm. Now do it the way I showed you. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. And just that right there can make a kid like, okay, I like this dude. He's teaching me. They feel like they're learning that way. But if you just say, because you're doing it that way because I told you that, to do it that way. They don't know why they're doing it. People don't understand. Like, Run your route all the way through. Run your route all the way through. Well, you're not throwing me the ball. But when they stop guarding you because we're not throwing you, you the ball, that's when we throw you the ball. So you keep running straight. You got to know. Carry out your blocks. All that stuff. Oh, they're not even trying to tackle me. Good. Because that's when we fake it to him and come back to you. If you're running your route straight, take him all the way back. Take him all the way back. If he stops paying attention to you, you say, Coach, he's not paying attention to me. We're going to watch it one or two times. All right, look, we got an easy one. This is an easy one. Send him. And that's, that's important to feel like you're going back and forth with the kids. They feel like they're learning. You heard it a couple times from the kids. Say, I feel like Cam does a good job and he gives me opportunities to catch the ball or do this or that. And, I, and that's all I do. I just try to explain to them the theory behind why they're doing what they're doing. And hopefully they understand. Um, uh, uh, even when you're talking to the quarterbacks, you want them to run a certain, do a certain thing. If you see the game's getting out of control, you say, hey, what do you, okay, I'm calling the plays I see. What do you feel comfortable with throwing? Oh, I like the hitches and the slants. All right, well, we're going to hit hitches and slants a couple times, and then we're going to have to take one deep. I know you don't want to go deep, but we're going to hit a couple, get you comfortable. And then they kind of, all right, all right. I got, they feel like they got a little bit of control in the whole series and how things are working. So um, that's how the kids are nowadays. It's just it's just a different dynamic. You can't grab them by the face mask and be like, do what I tell you to do or else. Because that's how we were brought that's up. How we were you mean? That's how we were brought up. They'd be like, you going to run until you throw up? Nowadays, if you make a kid puke, you probably you might lose your job, man. We had to drink that brown water at the at the high school track. <laughs> yeah, you drinking the brown water. You just do getting uh, gangrene and uh, what you call it. You got to get your damn shots after that. Yeah, real tetanus shots. Tetanus shots for sure. But, yeah. So, did, do you enjoy did you enjoy being an athlete more or do you, did, you, did you enjoy coaching more? Do you um, enjoy what you do now? I can't. Tell you the truth, I like coaching more. Same. I like coaching more because when you coach, it's like 
I can't change the world, bro. But I can inspire somebody that can. These dudes are young. They got all their choices in front of them right now. I can inspire somebody. And then you see some of these kids, they turn into a different person. Some of them turn into a different person, uh, a way different person. You see a kid, hey, what's your name? They're barely talking, you know what I'm saying? And then once you um, work with them for a little bit, they come out there and they go from being a teddy bear to being a damn grizzly bear in a couple months. And you're just like, damn, he's a totally different person. And I like to catch him a little bit younger because I feel like when you're younger, they don't have as much as an ego. When we had him in 7th and 8th grade. When you get him a little bit older, well, my dad said, your dad ain't a coach. He can, he could always be one, I'm sure, mm -hmm. but he's not here. So we got to go on what I, what I say. Um, if you're a big kid and you, you got hands, okay, you might be a tight end, but you can't come out here and tell me you can catch, but you can't catch. Real simple. Catch the ball, you go to school for free. Scholarship. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It ain't that hard. You can't catch. You better learn how to block. I got a left tackle yeah. open for you. It's always something you could do, but people got to play their position. I tell kids all the time. I say, um, especially with the young guys, how come I can't get the ball? I got to explain to them. Some people run past people. Some people run around people. Some people run over people. Play your part. Play your part. All right. When we need some, when we need that two three yards, we coming to you. But until then, be ready. All right. And I explained to him, especially with that, I didn't like the way the culture was going with these kids. Oh, that kid's trash. Yo, this dude over here is trash. And I had to pull some of the older guys aside and let them know, like, um, what you're doing is counteractive to what you want at the end. You guys want to win your senior year? Yeah. We want to win this year, too. Okay, so you're calling somebody trash or saying they're trash because this is their first year. They never played football before. So what you can do to help them is say, hey, look, you could be better. But you got to start coming to weight room more. You could be better, but you got to do this and try to give them the keys and try to reel them in a little bit versus, oh, you're trash. You know what they're going to do at the end of the season? Peace. I'm out. And then next year, you got a whole new group of trash kids that you ain't helping. You got a whole, you got a whole new group. You got a whole new group of kids that you just like, oh, he's trash. All right. Did one year. I'm out. Oh, you're terrible. They're never going to be good. Because you're a little bit better than them, you're talking bad to them, and guess what? Your senior year, you got four sophomores on the line. Yep. <laughs> or, or you got four freshmen on the line, or a couple freshmen, and you're dependent on the same Trash. guys that never played. Yep. I said, but if you would have helped out the dude you had three or four years ago and kept on helping, 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 these guys could have evolved and got better, and now you got a halfway decent line blocking for you. Or you got a quarterback that knows what he's doing, or you got a lineman that knows what he's doing, and you know I mean, that's how it goes. I said, you got to help your teammates. Don't ever talk bad about them. Because when people talk bad about their teammates, get out. Out of the game. I ain't having it. That's one issue I had. Uh, our teams had a lot. Like, my year, like, the the last, like, 2014, or like, 2014, 2015, 2016 teams, on the Lebanon teams, mm -hmm. it could be for any sport. It could be for basketball, for wrestling, for football. Everybody, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, when the coaches weren't around, Talking yeah, bad. Yeah, talking bad about each other. Yeah. Why are you always doing this? There was no, or on the field too. Yo, why do you, instead of helping each other and trying to like mm -hmm. be on the same page, you put mm -hmm. the other teammate down, now the next play, nobody want to do what they really want to do or not motivated, they don't feel confident because the team is like, yo, why are you messing up on this coverage? Mm -hmm. Help them. Help them as best you can. I mean, at the end of the day, this is how I explained it to them. Once you guys get in on this, once you guys get in on this and you're trying to, and you're trying to help your teammates out, all those dudes that you're calling trash, those are the dudes you're going to be dependent. Let's say your best player gets gets out at corner. He gets hurt. He twists his ankle or whatever. He's out of breath. He's tired. 
That same dude you call in trash that has no confidence, that's the dude you're depending on to cover somebody for a couple plays. That's the dude that you might need to win the game because you know they're going at him. They're going at the, if it was me on the offensive side, I'm going at the dude they just put in. They don't look like his stance is right and all that. I'm going at him. So instead, of, you got to feed those guys confidence to get them better and get them in the right position. Sure. Yeah, you got to work on that. That's something that I feel like I want to preach and just all the team, everybody working as a team and helping each other out and all that stuff. So to stay on the topic of changing the culture, mm -hmm. talk about how you and your brother are changing the culture with wrestling at Lebanon High and how I I believe, if I'm correct, you guys just led a kid to states? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He placed in a state. He got a couple looks from uh, colleges. He uh, upset the number... He upset a kid that was ranked in the country. He upset the number two and four kid in the state. Um, we know what he's capable of. He's capable of a lot more. But um, he had a tough tournament at the end. He got on the podium. He got his medal. And he's, he'll be back next year. He was a junior this year, but he's an outstanding kid. His He does a lot to get better. His dad helps him out with a lot to get better. But I feel like the culture at Lebanon is just like um, we're, we're getting them a little bit late. I feel like if we can get them a little bit earlier, it'll be better. So... Um, my brother came in, he was the head coach, and um, he asked me to come on as an assi his assistant. So I came on as his assistant. Um, we were looking at what can we do to um, make it better, a better culture here. So we start trying to find kids that'll come out. Then once we know, that, okay, we're getting them a little bit too old, we got to start getting some young talent so we can groom them up through the program. So everything is good once they get to the top. So we started the youth, the Lebanon Youth Seeders. Um, once we started that, we did really well. Uh, program grew a lot. COVID hurt us a little bit, but the program grew a lot. Um, then we start doing things that Lebanon's never seen. We started hosting our own tournaments. We hosted our own youth tournament for a couple years now. We hosted our own high school tournament. Next, A lot of people don't know this, but next year I'm actually going down to the middle school to coach. Our, um, our middle school coach isn't able to coach anymore, so I'm going down there to try to follow up on the culture and just push the kids through down there up to the high school. And um, we're just doing a bunch of things we never seen or people would never even imagine. I mean, for college wrestling, there's 10 national champs per year. Um, last year we had, what, four of them? We had four champs and we had three champs and a runner-up, and then we had an All-American uh, come out and teach a clinic at Lebanon. That was the best collection of talent that anybody in the state's ever seen at one event. The best collection of talent. We had half of the national champs from college at one school, same weekend, everybody there. This year we got three national champs coming back, a runner-up, uh, All-American, and we have an um, uh, Olympic wrestler That's coming up. So, it's, wow. so we're bringing So we're bringing a lot of talent to the city and just showing them, like, hey, anything's possible. If you want to do it, um, my brother used to tell me all the time, hey, what if I don't make it? What if I don't do this? What if I don't do that? Take advantage of every opportunity you have to get better, and that's an opportunity you have to get better just to see people that were on a main stage and see people that are at the points where you wish you could get. See those people and learn from them, and they're, they're teaching keys, they're giving lectures, they're talking about dieting, they're talking about move combinations, everything. So that's something big that we got coming, and um, this is our second year in a row. So I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. It's making a big buzz on social media. Everybody's excited to see all those wrestlers come out last year and uh, even when we ran it last year people were like yeah they say they're having them but let's see if they actually come so after you run it for a year and everybody you get nothing but good responses and good reactions off of social media and people are uh, reflecting on their experience and now everybody's like oh we got to get there we got to get there this is big so it's big and, and and it's growing the culture's growing at Lebanon so we'll see how we'll see where it goes but I'm sure it could go really far we just 
uh, just need to keep on pushing and stay focused on on, on what we're doing. That that's coming from the mouth of a Hall of Fame athlete himself. Hey. Like, hey, I when mean, I walked in that room and I uh -huh. seen all the love in the room mm -hmm. and I seen the culture that you built mm -hmm. with your with your with your family with mm -hmm. your with your friends mm -hmm. and how everybody was there with each other. They they invited uh -huh. me in. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. I was there by myself. Yeah, I got the invitation. Yeah. The, party, to the party we had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was big, and I was happy because. A lot of times you don't see that. You don't see the genuine love because you got people that are out here, and um, and I'm just like, dang, my boy, my boy came through. And, and a lot of times people don't go to parties like that because they're like, well, who else is going? And you're coming as yourself, and you're just like, I don't really know. You know my brothers, but other than that, you don't really know anybody at the party. But you came through and showed genuine love. I had people there from Philly. I had people there from Jersey. I had people there from Maryland. And a lot of people came out to show love, and, and I really appreciate that. I really appreciate you guys being there for my big night. My lady, she threw the banger for me. She threw a nice little party, put it together well. So I was excited. I was excited. It was good. I, I appreciate you guys for coming out. And I had to show love, love, dog. I got yeah. mad respect for you. And yeah, when I got the time. invitation, I felt honored. Like, yo, that's that's a close event. Like, that's family, friends that you, yeah, for you've sure. grown to meet throughout your whole life. Mm-hmm. That we're there for you. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate it. I appreciate you coming out, showing love, man. We had a good time. Stayed for a little bit. I mean, shoot, you know how it is with us, man. Ever since I met you, you invited me the one time, and I said, dang, bro, I got something going on that night, but I'm coming anyway. Went to the party. I think you were, what was that for? You were throwing something for your, son's your son's second party. birthday party. I'm uh -huh. glad you got on this topic, because that's where I wanted to go next. Mm -hmm. I want you to tell everybody how much of a menace you are with, with, with alcohol. Man. Man, hey, I'll just say I hold my own. Let's just go there. Uh, most definitely. Uh, we went out and I said, um, I ain't here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. So I went and they said, what y'all want? I said, uh, Crown, all right? Y'all like Crown Apple? Yeah, yeah, we like Crown Apple. I said, all right, we got a half hour. Let's do what we got to do. Brought hey, a, man. Brought a handle and poured up 25 shots. 25 We went off. In we between off. four of us, we were just taking shots. We're going crazy. Forth. Oh yeah, yeah, we were going crazy. That was a rough night for me towards the end, but no, that was a rough night towards me for me towards the end. But I was making sure, um, yeah, I took care of business. I wanted to come come through and hold it down because I know anything I ever did up until that point. I mean, you always came through, even even after games and stuff. We'll come. Oh, you want to go get something to eat? Go grab a bite to eat. Couple times you've been over to grab a bite with the family and all that. The backyard um, parties. Backyard parties. Oh, we got something else coming up. Oh, you gotta see my new place. I gotta show it to you. But yeah, yeah we got some. We got some stuff coming up time. here shortly. It's yeah, a long time. yeah, yeah. We gotta link up. But yeah, I mean, genuine love. I mean, people get lost um, all the time and they lose friends so quickly. Now, at this time and age, it's like friends stay around and it's like whatever they can get from you, they get from you, and then they dip or whatever. So they're really like taking advantage. But social media is tricking people with the. Oh, if you haven't talked to me in three weeks, then my phone's dried and this, this, and that. Anybody that got a business mind is really out here taking care of business knows you can't. You ain't got time. If you really out here getting, like, it's not like just because you're making money or just because you're doing well doesn't mean you can't call your friends. But at the same time, you're out here trying to secure something for your family and secure uh, the, um, like, wealth and, or whatever. If you're building your business or whatever, if you're coaching, anything you're doing. I tell my friends all the time. If I don't talk to you, I don't give a damn if it's five years, five weeks, five days. When I see you again, it's always on the last terms that we last stop speaking. Just like you. We might not talk for a year, but the next time you see me, I'm the same person you see. The same person you just you, you stopped talking to. It's like we didn't miss a 
second, but people get into that mode where they're like, well, this dude didn't hit me up and I didn't get a text message from him. People are out here taking care of business, man. It's, at some point, reality hits and you got to take care of your life. You know what I mean? Don't be out here thinking just because, and maybe that might be how it is with some people. Even for me, some friends come up to me and say, yo, I seen y'all went to, I seen y'all went to New York and I wasn't invited. We're spared a moment. We spared a moment. Sometimes we might be sitting in a room like, Maryland, what y'all going next weekend? Nothing. Maryland? Maryland? All right, Maryland. Cabo. We gone. Yeah. Well, you know, I'd be, I'm, I'm, I'm traveling all over the place. <laughs> I'm traveling all over the place and, um, uh, but that's how it is. One second I see you drive by, next second you're on a plane somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm all over the place. We like to travel a lot. Where's I got a couple of trips coming up. Where's your favorite place that you've been so far? Man, man, it depends, man. Um, uh, I'm not gonna. I got a couple. I got a couple. And recently, been, you've been traveling like out of the country. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I travel okay. everywhere. I just got back from Mexico probably a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I just said. Yeah. Cabo, Mexico. What would you say? Is your oh, we were just out there traveling. Me and my lady were just like, yeah, where you want to go? Oh, let's let's go over here. Huh? What would you say is like your your favorite sightseeing spot that you've gone to? Oh, sightseeing, the best scenery, yeah. Best scenery? Yeah. Oh, Arizona, no question. Arizona. Arizona, no question. I went out there. I was riding horses. <laughs> I mean, we went to some. I was riding. I thought it was cowboy. I remember. I was out there. I remember seeing it on Snapchat. I'm going on the horse, and just the scenery out there, man. I gotta show y'all some of the pictures, man. The scenery out there was just nuts. You're up at the top of mountains, and it's just free. Right, like, you just go do your thing. Um, let me scroll to some of these pictures. I got to show you. I know we What I love that. about you is when you post pictures, mm-hmm. you, you're you adapted to the situation. So if you're mm-hmm. in the canyons on a horse, you got a fucking cowboy hat on. Most definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. You know what I'm saying? You got to get down. Listen, yeah, that's I, how I got to get down, man. I got to get busy. This is... What's this? This is Disney. Yeah, we just got back from or Mexico, and then before that we went to Orlando, and before that we was in Arizona, and before that me and my brother went to Vegas. Me and my brother went to Vegas a week after I got back from Arizona, so I wasn't home for that long. But we're about to go back to Orlando again. Yeah, I haven't tried to go to like the the Caribbeans yet. Oh no, not the like Caribbeans. I'm, I'm working on I'm working on a trip to um Aruba. Oh, Everybody's telling me about Aruba. I'm like, man. I gotta get to Aruba, so that's my Aruba. that's my next play. That's Vegas, and and we seen some of the craziest stuff. Me, me and my brothers and my lady. We, I mean, we seen Floyd Mayweather, DJ Esco, Future, um, oh Tory Lanez, um, Nicki Minaj. What's that ball headed Gentile chick? Amber Rose. Amber Rose took my brother's phone and took a picture of herself on it. What? Yeah, we was hanging out with Eagles players. See, look, this Arizona right here. Fuck that one. Oh, oh my god. god. Yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'm just standing up there. It reminds me of Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. You see how far away my girl is? Yeah. She way down on the bottom waving. Once we got halfway up the mountain, she's like, "Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead." Because I was going to something. It was called the. Uh, what was it called Hell's Gates or something like that, or yeah. or, or, or Bridge the? Oh, here here we go. Here your boy go. Bridge the hell. Oh no, yeah, it was called Bridge the. It was called something like that. I'm on a horse. I think I'm really getting it. On the two picking everything. He's got the plaid shirt. He said, "Cameron's a certified cowboy out here." That was our tour guide. <laughs> Took him in the Tesla. He said, "We ain't never see a Tesla before." Watch this. <laughs> Tell people. All right, Kevin. I'm telling you, we had one of these. Late every night. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, all right, here we go. Let's get a little giddy up on this thing. Okay, I done met me some real life cowboys. I told him I'll take you on a ride in the Tesla. You teach me how to ride a horse. What's your name? 
Fred, I mean, Fred, I'm at, I'm at, and, and you meet all kinds of people, and I, I, me and my lady used to go back and forth because she's not as, um, um, as social. Yeah, she's yeah. not as social. Me, I'm like, I talk to anybody because yeah, I'm a friendly person. So, yeah. so we go out, and she's like, people will be like, oh, I like your shirt, and she'll be like, thanks. <laughs> me, I'm like, oh yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, I got it from. Whatever I got it from H and M or I got it from whatever store. Yeah, where you guys from? Oh yeah, we're from Mississippi. Oh, that's what's up. We never been there, but we've been around the area. Blah blah blah. Oh, that's what's up. What you guys here celebrate? Oh yeah, we're just we're just out here. Oh, that's what's up. And you meet so many different people. I mean, people are like, yo, y'all gotta come to San Diego, come visit us, and people. But if there's one thing I could tell my people back home, travel, bro. Travel. Travel. It's cheap. If you know how to look up the flights, it's cheap. We we I done have flights. We done went to New Orleans. We oh. went all over the damn place. Did you get a beignet? All the time. My, oh dog, my, my dog's named after New Orleans. My really? name my dog Poe Boy. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dog's <laughs> name is Poe Boy because me and my family we love going to New Orleans. So I, I take my kids down there. A golden noodle. Oh, oh, yeah, a golden noodle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I named a uh, Poe Boy after New Orleans because that's just our favorite place to go. But um, we go down to New Orleans all the time. That's my dog right there. But uh, we go down to New Orleans all the time. We've been all over the place. But if that's one thing I can tell my friends, travel, bro. Spend a little bit of money. And it's not crazy expensive because people are going to be like, don't get me wrong. Some of them spirit flights, man. I almost, oh, man, man, that shit done almost, I almost can't, turned into a spirit flying on that, you <laughs> Once the turbulence hit, you be like, I'll be looking at, I'll be looking at the store. This lady's like, all right, when they get scared, I'm going to get scared. Because for now, they be mad. I'm like, yeah, drinks. Okay. Ginger ale, anybody? And I be looking around like, are we good? And then jump, please buckle up, blah, 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 blah. Stow away all your bags. And I'll be like, yeah, put my own bag on. I'll be ready to hit the button and pull out my little. <laughs> but, Does this happen a lot on planes? Oh, yeah, you always get turbulence. You always get but turbulence. Spirit. First time I went on. You go somewhere, you fuck. No, no, go, go. Because this, this is what you got to do. Go, go. And Miami, bro, Miami, get with your boys. And go somewhere. Put your money together. Get like a regular hotel room and go somewhere. Because at the end of the day, I I could go on here now and find Orlando tickets for ninety five dollars. Okay. That's no cap. I could go on here right now and find an Orlando tickets for ninety five dollars. No, you could just you just, just go. On, yeah, you could go on the joint right now. I'll show you right now. I was just looking at flights earlier because my aunt said she wanted to do something. But um, the um. Go, go on trips. Here it is, right here. Look, one fourteen, Orlando. That's very eighty six, Philly to Orlando. Shit, you're getting some good oh. with you. Uh, let's go. So you can go, you can go to Florida right now for ninety five dollars for three days. <laughs> Round trip total. So people be like, oh man, I wanna, and that's what a lot of a lot of people that I know they'll say, yo, I wanna go out to the bar, I wanna go to the pen, or I wanna go to this place, and you just like. Yo, you gonna spend? You gonna spend twenty five, thirty five dollars each time you go out? I'd rather just wait until the end of the month and just be like, Orlando, Miami, yeah, Texas. Because the more you see, the more you gonna learn. Like, oh shit, people think this is just Lebanon. Mm. People look at it like it's an ocean. This is a lake. Yup. <laughs> this is a pond. The world's so much bigger, and there's so much more opportunity. And the more you get out somewhere. You speak, you talk to people, and then people like gravitate towards you. Networking as well. Always, always have a good time, and don't be like, man, we don't know these dudes. They weird. Yeah. Nah, guess what? Because when you go out, hey, oh, hey, you having a good time? Hey, yo, it's just me and my boy. Can we chill with you? All right, y'all got alcohol. All right, yeah, y'all can chill with us. 
They come over, oh, where y'all from? You might have a connect down in, in, in Miami or wherever else where it's like, okay, next time we come here, we don't even got to get a hotel because they live here. Oh, next time we go to Boston, we only got to get no hotel in Boston because we got people that live there that we just stay with them. That's how you network. Yep. That's how it works. And you can have people all across the country that you know that you just met on vacation. You know what I mean? So, so have you ever sure. gone like across uh, uh, the Atlantic Ocean? Yeah. yeah we tra- you been in like Europe at all? Yeah. Favorite place in Europe? Go. We've been to, where the fuck was it? My girl got it all fucking down. My, my girl got the whole fucking script of everywhere we went. <laughs> oh, damn. She yeah. like writes it down. <coughs> she's, she she's, 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 no, she's like this. I go and I'm like, I'm not going to lie, that wasn't my favorite place. I'm more of a beach vibe type dude yeah, where I go, get my drink. We went to an all-inclusive job. I'm out there feeding monkeys. Oh, Handling them food. No way. No cap. You've probably seen it before. My lady's like, oh, we got to travel. We want to go zip lining. I want to go eat. I want to go to I'm like, I just want to take in the... And the vibes. But you went ziplining? Yeah, of yeah. course, of course. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we know what she want to do. So, she likes to, she likes to try out, she likes to, she's one of those, and she she makes everything seem bigger than what it is. I'll be looking at the menu like, mm. she be like, oh my God, this is a special cheese. I always wanted this all my life. And I'm just like, it's just cheese, bro. Like, I'd rather go on the four-wheelers. That's because she got the chef background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got that background. So, I'm just like, but we always have a good time. We just got back from, when we was in Mexico, we went to a, um, this place had damn monkeys, bro. Watch this. This my little boy, Antoine. You know what I'm saying? Hey, bananas. This monkey's just chilling, walking around the whole joint. Yeah. Uh, that was in Playa del Carmen, Playa del Carmen, Mexico. So that was fun. That was fun. That was a couple of weeks ago. But um, yeah, we travel all over the place. But if I were y'all, just travel. And then we ha- we got the keys. I'm gonna pu- I'm gonna plug y'all real quick. Go on these. You know these timeshares. Don't go on the tour. They can sell timeshares. If you go on the timeshare travel page, like on Facebook, you got people selling timeshares for rooms that are like five six hundred dollars a night you can get a room like that a hundred dollars a night it's not accessible like oh i want these specific dates but people will go on and say yeah we got the 25th to the 29th bracket for florida so first thing i do type in florida boom 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 orlando all right all right all right we can get tickets for 86 plus all right but we want it and then they all right we'll sell it to you and then they sell it to you through the um website but i'm just like there's all types of different ways to, you know I mean, make it happen. But vacation is one of the things that I would tell anybody. Go on vacation. Go see what's going on. Even if you get out there, you got your you got your thing going on with your um, uh, podcast. Do a little vlog. Show them, what, show them what you got going on. Because people love that. People love that type of stuff. But that's just one thing I like to do. It's just always real fun to me. And it, that's like my favorite pastime. I can feel myself getting old. I ain't really the club. I used to always be in the club. I used to be Mr. Club. But then once I get to a certain point, I'm just like, bro, I'm happy about getting the goddamn hoes. I'm, I'm sad my damn garden's failing. My plant's dying. <laughs> I get a new water hose and a little more. I'm hype as hell. Like, yo, I can't wait to rake the grass when I get home. You know what I mean? I'm hype. I'm trying to take care of my lawn. But I still get out a little bit. But, um, 
yeah, I feel myself. I feel it. It's taking hold. I'm like, when I go out with my boys now, it'd be like 11 o'clock. I'd be like, so we eating at IHOP or um, <laughs> Denny's? Because I'm hungry as hell. Like, whenever y'all ready, we get dip. You know what I mean? How, so, many, how many cars you got in the collection now? Um, right now, we got three. Um, I just sold one of my Beamers the other week. Um, I got a uh, 330, um, 335i, an older joint. It's a 2010. My wife got a 335i, a newer joint. Hers is like a 2018. And then I got the four, the four out front, the four piece. Yeah, they're going to see that when I put it on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, the four piece out front. Yeah, yeah, that's my joint. So um, I could buy, I was going to buy something real crazy, but I got a lot of, Oh, coming soon. I'm. We gotta get back on here in a couple months because I got something big coming. I can't talk so about it too much because it's in the works. But something big coming to Lebanon is gonna be fire. You always got. You always yeah. got a mic here in this room. Yeah, there's something big coming to Lebanon is gonna be fire. I can't wait. But um, it's still in the works, so I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to sp uh, speak prematurely on it. So um, we going to look at some spot, different spots um, on Tuesday. So. We'll see what happens then. I'm excited about it though. I'm excited yeah, about it. Yeah, whenever, whenever you want to come back, you ready? You can come back. Yeah, I'm excited about that. It'll be big, man. I like what you guys are doing, man. Y'all holding it down, man. Doing your thing. <laughs> We're trying, trying, bro. Yeah, we just trying. Like, I'm trying to get my friends inspired from talking their shit. Yeah, stay down, man. Stay inspired. That's what it's all about. I mean, taking care of business. Stay up. Just keep doing your thing. Keep doing your thing, no matter what. That's what it comes down to. Just keep grinding. Now you said you wanted to plug some of your friends, and mm. you got a lot of dope ass friends out there. Yeah. First off, first off, let me get it. Let me see. Cause here at Queso Frito, we like to help people who help us. All right. But yeah, I already took a picture of your shirt. I'm gonna upload that too. When the fuck did you take a picture of me? Did anybody else take that shit? No. No, we've been sitting here having this conversation. I took a picture. All right, we got my boy. First off, we got Gil Plumbing. Um, yo, get down. If you got any plumbing stuff, call Gil Plumbing. There's stuff all over the uh, Facebook, all that. Like the Facebook page. Call them. You got a leaky sink. Everybody got a leaky sink or water here or faucet that don't work. Call them up. Affordable prices. He'll take care of you. That's my brother. He just kicked off his own company. Um, Gil Plumbing. Gil Plumbing. Uh, you got my um, uh, Bona Pasuit. In DC, that's my cousin. She opened up a gelato shop. Now she's selling uh, chocolate. Her sales probably like sixty thousand last month. She's uh, in like two hundred plus stores down in the DC Maryland um, area, DC Maryland Virginia area. Bon Appetit. Um, they're selling chocolate. They do gelatos, all that stuff. So I'll show you. I'll show you. Um, I'll show you. Yep. But uh, that's one. Ty the Barber right here in Lebanon, um, Lebanon City. Ty the Barber on Instagram is his name. Um, one of the better. I, I can't say one of the better barbers because that's all I ever dealt with. Awesome barber, check him out. Check him out. He does good work. I haven't been there in a little bit. I gotta get right. <laughs> but yeah, he's the man. He's the man. Um, I got a couple friends. I don't wanna leave nobody out. Uh, pain, no pain, no gain. My boy Pain Plumbing. He's doing this thing. Um, there's a lot of people out here doing their thing. My cousin Danny. Danny through um, yeah that's my cousin he uh, he got a plumbing company I got to get his name we got I'm gonna have to uh, send him to you so you could tag him on this John but everybody's doing that thing uh, hey I appreciate you guys for supporting me and um, yeah give him a, give him a look for all the plumbing companies you want to get your hair cut you just a little bit some chocolate in there you want to get some chocolate but check them out if you guys got time bro I appreciate you for coming and doing this 
Yeah, no problem. It's always a pleasure to hang out with you. Of course. Whenever you want to come back, the mic is yours. My guy. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's been a while, but we got a good little episode in here. Appreciate it. Signing out. We got Devin, Deuce, Cam, Gil, Bevel, and Los. This is Queso Frito. Thank y'all for tuning in.